As a mother, wife, and divorce attorney for over 15 years, experience has taught me a lot about how to deal with times of uncertainty, transition, and facing opportunities for growth. I'm happy you're joining me for this part of the journey. If you've ever felt overwhelmed by clutter, you waste time looking for things that you misplaced, and you just feel like life is out of control, you are not going to want to miss our podcast today. I'm so excited to have Tanya Tomlin with us. She is the owner and founder of Sorted Out Organizing. She's been featured on HGTV and Martha Stewart's Fine Living Network, and she's also authored a book on the topic of organization, and she's going to share with us some practical tips and guidance for how to manage stuff in the midst of a crazy life. Tanya, thank you so much for coming and being here today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Everybody needs an organizer because everybody is in chaos all the time. So, so thank you. I'm going to start off with just a little testimonial because I was that person. I, I mean, organization does not come naturally to me. And so I had reached out to your group and one of your fabulous organizers, Kendra, came and worked with me and it has made such a difference. And I'm just so passionate about what a difference it can make. So it's really thrilling for me to get to sit down and talk with you about, you know, stuff. It seems like our lives are just really overwhelmed with stuff. You know, and thank you for that. Thank you for trusting Sorted Out with your home and your business. And I just, I know people get really overwhelmed and we really have a passion for organizing. So I just appreciate the testimonial and I'm so glad that it worked out. We love what we do. So yes. thank you. How did you get interested in organizing? What was your path to creating this business? You know, it's a funny path because before I found organizing, of course, I've always been organized, but I was in the mortgage business and I always had people asking me, hey, Tanya, can you come help me get organized at my desk? I'm like, well, yeah, okay. That's kind of weird, but sure, I'll help you. And so then one thing led to another, and then they said, hey, can you help me organize my time? Because I see how organized you are you know, at work here. Can you teach me how to organize your time? And I said, sure, okay. So then one day I decided to Google organizing for a living and up pops the NAPO organization. So there's an organization for organizers like me. And I called them on the phone and I said, um, I'm interested in organizing, but is this really a thing? Do people really do this for a living? And they said, yes. I'm like, okay. So then I went to the NAPO chapter and then I became vice president of the chapter and got involved with my peers. And at the time there was only probably seven or eight organizers in Dallas. This was in 2004. So that's kind of how it all started. I just, that one Google search and then the phone call to NAPO, it all started there. And then I started the company in 2004. That is great. And how many organizers do you have working with There you? is 11 of us now and we're growing, so. That is awesome. Um, what are some common organizational challenges that you see people struggling with? You know, common organizational challenges are really just not knowing where to start in a home or the business, or they go buy a bunch of organizing supplies. <laughs> and that's like the first thing that people do, like, I'll just go buy a bunch of stuff and I'll just get organized. Well, that's doing it a little bit backwards. And so they want to be organized so badly, they go buy all these things. And then 
it's not really useful because it's not really about that. <laughs> yeah, I will tell you, I've fallen prey to that. <laughs> I have lots of organization to... supplies and um, and had zero organization in spite of spending tons and tons of money on it until I hired your group. Um, what, you know, one of the things personally mm -hmm. I found that was really challenging is the to stay focused on the task. So, you know, I say, okay, I'm going to clean out my closet on a Saturday mm -hmm. and you dig in and, you know, you pull out start pulling out these old memorabilia and old stuff and you, you know you're down all these rabbit trails it's really hard to get it done and I found one of the one of the things that was so helpful was having somebody there to really help me stay on task to get it done yes it's a clutter buddy yeah I love having a clutter buddy it's organizing we have fun with it and if you focus on just your closet and not the memorabilia part the memorabilia part comes later focus on going left to right Focus on just your shoes for one section and then focus on maybe dresses and then jewelry or whatever it is that you want to accomplish in your closet or kitchen or maybe <laughs> maybe you just start with the junk drawer. You know, everybody has one. I only let them have one, though. <laughs> so, you know, it is hard to stay focused. So having a clutter buddy or even a friend or a neighbor girlfriend, anybody who can help you stay focused, especially if you get overwhelmed easily. Well, and the other thing too, is that, you know, I'm having these conversations. It's nice to actually have somebody there to converse with about, yeah. do I want this? Should I keep this? You know, instead of just talking to myself. So I found that to be really helpful. For sure. And you're going to let go of things a little easier if you go through those qualifying questions. Am I going to use this again? Do I really like this or am I just holding on to it because of guilt, because somebody gave it to me? You know, take a picture of it. It's okay to let it go. Let somebody else use these things or items that you don't have any use for anymore. I think that's such a, a good tip and a good reminder mm -hmm. is that these things, if they still have life in them, mm -hmm. let them go. And if they don't have life in them, get rid of them. Yeah. Or if it's broken or, you know, something is off on it and you, don't want to repair that item, it's time to let it go. Yeah, yeah. No, I love your qualifying yeah. questions. Um, do you find, how do you find people like approach organization? Are there certain types of people that you're dealing with? You know, um, for example, I've seen the show Hoarders. So <laughs> there are definitely, you know, there are people for whom organizing is it really become a mental health issue. Mm -hmm. But then there are other people just day to day are, you know, struggling with different types of organization challenges? You know, that's a great question. There's a lot of different people that find us in different ways, the referrals like yourself and just online because they're embarrassed. Um, the hoarding is definitely a thing. It is, you know, now identified in the DSM-5 as a, you know, disease. Mm -hmm. So it is very difficult for them to call. So when they do call, we do have people who can help um, that are, that have certificates in that. So we, we can help them. And it is a very long process. And if they're calling and they're really embarrassed about that, you know, we have no judgment, okay? Because we're here to help, this is our passion. So we have, that is somebody who does contact us. Um, the other people who contact us are some people who might be super type A, OCD, who are like, you know what? I just need somebody to help me get this done. I'm fairly organized, but I need someone to help me finish it. I need to get it done quickly, especially if people are moving. Um, we provide move management services. So, you know, help me get the mover, help me get packed up and get me moved in, line your cabinets and get organized 
that way. Um, there's that. And then also ADHD and ADD is a huge, huge topic. Um, you know, the executive functioning process of the brain doesn't work like that. So if you have somebody who struggles with that, we have unconventional ways of getting organized. So it's out of the box thinking and we can help them stay organized by having the right systems and tools and or some coaching along the way and we make it fun. So that is one element. Also people in transition, having a baby, death, divorce, moving, like I mentioned, um, those are all really stressful things in life. So we become the accountability partner. I love that. And mm -hmm. of course, that is something that I work with a lot are people who are in the midst of a transition yes. because of divorce. Um, but there are other life transitions as well. What are some good tips or strategies for people who are facing a big life transition when it comes to dealing with the stuff? You know, trust your resources um, and referral partners. Um, if you have a good network of people, you know, especially like with us, we have moving companies, we have attorneys like yourself and really trusting somebody through the transition process so you can get things done quickly, efficiently and stress-free. And that's what we provide is a stress-free transition because it is overwhelming. And I always tell people, you know, don't start looking at it as this big whole process, just start small and we'll work through it together. I love that. Um, what, when somebody calls you and they're, maybe they're facing a divorce, like what, what are some questions you're going to ask them and what do they need to be prepared to share with you um, in, to get the process started? You know, a divorce is very tricky, um, you know, because we don't want to step on anybody's toes. Um, the, one of the first qualifying questions I would ask them is, you know, um, can we help you inventory anything that needs to be inventoried to have this documented for you or for your attorney? Um, and usually these questions are asked during a one hour consultation and we don't take too much time. We just really want to get a sense of, you know, what, what is needed? Do you need us to help separate photos, family mm -hmm. photos? That's a really big one. Uh, do you want us to inventory and help, help you with, um, you know, a spreadsheet of furniture, um, personal belongings and documentation. So you can have that and say, hey, you know what? I would like these things. You would like these things. How can we work together as a team to divide these things up so it's not difficult later? That's a great, um, great service, I think, that you provide because it, it, it is overwhelming. You know, people get mm -hmm. really stuck. And I think mm -hmm. when you're stuck, you know, you're not making progress. And the goal in any of these life transitions is to make pro progress so you can get on to the next chapter. Right, exactly. And so if you have somebody who's on your team who is, you know, whether it's, you know, kind of messy, we want to have the right documentation so we can get through it quickly and painlessly uh, because we know it is very emotional as well. So we've been a part of the move process, helping divide up, you know, items and inventory things so you can have a clear vision of where you're started and then where you're going to end up so we can move on and get moved into a new place <laughs> or what have you. And we can be a part of all that all that for them. And I imagine, I mean, the the great thing is really helping somebody be able to let go of the old stuff that they don't want and yes. really focus on what do you what do you want in that next chapter of your life? What do you want to take with you? Absolutely. And I always tell people, you're not throwing away those memories. You can take a picture and move forward or you can box them up and have a transition box if you'd like. 
and we can revisit those later whenever they're ready. That's a great tip. What about when it comes to downsizing? I know, um, you know, parents are mm. getting older and, and, and I know for me, certainly this is a stage that we are looking at right now with my parents is helping them kind of figure out what does that next stage look like for them as they move from the big house to, you know, simplify things. Yes. What, what, what tips or advice do you have for people who are facing that kind of transition? You know, that is very overwhelming. In fact, just this morning, I left a client and we were talking through the emotional part. And again, we're inventorying things that they're not ready to let go of. And we're storing some things that uh, bigger furniture pieces that we're not quite ready to let go of. But I always tell people, consider consigning items or sending them to other family members if they're ready to downsize. And then obviously organize your photos. You want to preserve the memories. And when you're downsizing, don't get into a lot of the looking right now. Let's just organize <laughs> it. And you want to preserve those in the right way so they're not damaged by heat. Um, moving can also damage things. So just be really careful um, when you're letting go of things because you want to make sure that they're being taken care of. And a state sale is now, you know, going on again. So that is a great resource and also giving things to um, those in need. Yes, I love that. And do you have organizations that you work with who will receive um, like furniture or donations? We do. Um, it's hit or miss. We have a huge resource list, probably of 20 different organizations, but they're very selective in what they take sometimes. And they take about a month to schedule for free pickup. So we have some other paid options as well to get things out of there a little bit quicker. But I would caution people to um, really start in advance. You know, you really need to start, you know, a year ahead. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> we don't always have that much yeah. time, but if yeah. you do, I mean, or it six is. months. Yeah, I would no, even absolutely. take six months yeah. because if, especially in a hot market like this, if you're looking to downsize, and you have a larger home. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, 22 years, 25 years worth of memories in a home. That's a lot of going through things. So it's gonna take some time. It is. So as you're talking, I'm thinking of photos that brought up to mind. Yes. Um, it doesn't, it seems like nowadays the problem is not so much the actual photos sitting in shoe boxes like it used to be, right? It's 10,000 photos on your iPhone. Do you all help people with digital organization? We do. Digital organization is almost more time consuming than the physical photos because you have to create the right folders and the right categories to pop those pictures in. And, you know, that can take so much time and just energy. So you have to be really ready and have some time at least block off three to four hours at a time to get organized in your computer. Now, when you hire an organization company, you I mean, you, you can't really just like delegate, you know, having somebody sort through everything for you because obviously mm -hmm. you need to have a say in terms of what's important and what's not important. Um, and, and so I guess my question for you is how do people kind of come into this process in terms of what they're expecting from their organizer? You know, it's all about expectations. So if they are able to be present, I always tell clients, if you can give us as much time as possible to give us the guidance, we can do the labor work, but you have to be able to be present for at least, you know, a couple of sessions, and then we can pick it up where we left off and move forward if we have strict guidelines of 
what they want to do with these things. So, you know, it's a little tricky because obviously people are hiring us because they want to save time and money, right? So, but if we work really good, if you can give us uh, some parameters and, you know, trying to figure out what to get real, I don't know if you want to keep this jacket, you right. know, so, you know, you have to be present for, for a lot of it, but if we can get started, we can keep it going. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. Um, it's really like a coach. Yes. I mean, you're there kind of helping make sure things keep clutter coach, along. Clutter companion. Yes. yes. I love it. And clutter buddy. That's clutter awesome. buddy. Yeah. Um, when should somebody consider calling an organizer? I would say someone should call an organizer when they're kind of at their wits end and they're totally overwhelmed. They don't know where to start or if they're in those major life transitions or if they're just super busy and they want to stay organized but can't always get to it because they're doing this, that, and the other with their with their business or children or travel. And, um, you know, just really figuring out what your priorities are. Yeah. You know, what, what means more to you, spending time with your family or organizing your closet? Like, let's get it done and just knock it out. I love it. Now, <clears throat> it is, I felt this, this, this tinge of kind of like shame in reaching out and asking for help, right? So you said there's a no judgment. No judgment, zone. yeah. And I really did experience that. I felt like, you know, she oh came in gosh. and there was yeah. no, there was no judgment from the beginning. I think, you know, it is kind of setting aside mm -hmm. that idea that, that people are gonna judge you. Of course you all wanna help, this is your business. So I, you know, I think it's difficult to make the first call when somebody is reaching out. So what do they need to be prepared to share with you when they do make that call? I would say clients just need to be prepared to tell us what's not working. Okay. Tell us how, how they can see this, you know, in the most perfect way. And there is no judgment. I think that is one thing we do a really good job of is no judgment. No, sh I mean, if you have that shameful feeling, like just throw that out the door, like, because it doesn't really matter to us because we are passionate about helping people. And after 17 and a half years, we're still in business. We're still helping people and people refer us all the time because they know when they call us that we just want to help. Yeah. And also you've seen it all, I imagine. Oh my gosh. Yes. We've seen it all. And I love it. The messier it is, I'm like, yeah, let's get in there, you know? So, and we just, you know, we're up for a challenge too. So, but I would say definitely be prepared to tell us what is wrong. Um, that way we can help fix it and make it pretty and organized and functional. I love that. Yes. That is awesome. Um, okay. When you're going to hire an organizer, what should you look for? How do people know whether somebody is credentialed and really capable of doing the job? Because it is a big job. It is a big job. And I always tell clients when they call in, you know, interview three people, go with your gut and know that if they have certificates or different certifications, you know, that means that they care about what they do. They're not just all of a sudden throw up a sign and say, I am an organizer today and you know, this tomorrow, you know, you wanna have somebody who's been in business for a long time, somebody who's insured and bonded, obviously we are, um, and we have all the certificates. We have um, ADHD, ADD, uh, the CD, um, hoarding, time management, aging, you know, we have all these certificates and all this 
uh, education behind us. And obviously everyone's trained by me. I've been doing this for 17 years. So you want somebody who is who knows what they're doing and who can be patient and be kind and, and you know have that no judgment. So pick somebody who you feel comfortable with and somebody who matches your personality too. I love that. Yeah. What, um, what solutions do you get to see your clients experience after they've um, worked with one of your, the members of your team? You know, the benefits I can see is just, they're just happy, you know, so excited. They're saving all this time, not having to look for things. They're not buying duplicate items. Um, they have this sense of relief and this, you know, kind of like their monkey on their back, you know, it's like this black cloud of stuff just hanging over them. And remember shuffling around things from day to day in your closet, in your kitchen, in your office, you know, it's really stressful, you know? So I think that just having that less stress and saving time is everything. We all want that time back that we, you know, that we didn't have yesterday. That is so. right. And I, I know personally what I really experienced was just the sense of um, appreciation and really enjoying the things that I value, right? right? Because when you have, when everything's important, then nothing's important. And so when you're able to right. weed through and cull through and really focus on the things that do bring you joy, you get to experience that joy. Yes. And you're looking at things a little bit differently and you think, oh, wow, I really didn't need that. And then you don't miss it. You, know, you do not miss it. You don't it's miss amazing. It. You don't even think about it. Uh -uh. No, I love it. Well, Tanya, thank you so much thank for you. taking time to come and share your passion for helping people get organized. We're going to include a link to Tanya's website so you can contact her if you think that this is a service that you'll benefit from. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. And of course, if anybody wants to contact us, like I said, no judgment. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent.